You are listening to the Conscious Women podcast for the spiritually minded and conscious driven visionary woman who's ready to elevate her life, business or career. I'm your host, Suki Ko, mindset coach and meditation teacher. My goal in this show is to lead you into your inner world and for you to see the infinite potential within you to be, do and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset and spiritual development. Each week, I'll bring you coaching sessions, strategies, and guided meditations on how to do the inner work to discover your soul's purpose, find alignment with your authentic self, and get a mindset makeover so you can create a life you love. I truly believe that you can achieve anything you put your mind to. I'll be showing you how powerful you really are, how to face your fears, overcome obstacles, and most importantly, how to take action and stop playing small. Are you ready? Let's dive in. So the topic I'm talking about today, actually, I wanted to do this topic last week as last week was a World Wellbeing Week. But I thought, well, actually, there is just so much awareness that's going to be raised at Wellbeing Week. And I thought, I'll wait until next week because the word well-being is on everyone's lips these days and is something that we should be practicing every day and being a huge part of our lives. So not just raising that awareness for one week of the year, although it was great that they do have this dedicated week for raising the awareness for well-being. And so many people and organisations are incorporating it into their workplaces. So I decided to talk about the topic of burnout and it's a huge topic and really close to my heart because it's something that I suffered from and took me a very very long time to heal from it. So when I was doing my research on doing this episode there was actually so much information in it that I decided that I was going to do it in two parts. So today I'm going to be doing part one and then next week I will do part two but it's all in relation to burnout. And burnout is so much more than you think. So it's not just feeling tired and dragging yourself out of bed and getting to work each day because you have to. Do you actually know what burnout does to your emotional and mental health? And you may not even know or have the awareness that you are suffering from burnout or maybe even on the verge of burnout or you might even be recovering from burnout. And I'm especially talking to high achieving women out there. Yes, I'm talking to you. So this episode is especially for you if you're feeling exhausted and irritable lately and you don't have time to slow down and catch a breath. And what I'll be covering over the two episodes, so part one today and part two next week, is what is burnout, the physical signs of burnout and the mental and emotional signs of burnout, or then how to tell if you're actually on the verge of burnout and then how to recover from burnout and how to prevent future burnout. So let me ask you a question. Have you or are you feeling exhausted and irritable lately? Do you feel like you just don't have time to slow down and catch your breath? Are you maybe working longer hours and harder than you'd like to admit? So hello, 12 hour days. You're getting up earlier and earlier and getting to bed later and later or you have one of those days where you drag yourself out of bed. It's a chaotic morning. You're getting the kids ready for school. You're trying to get them out the door. You've got that morning chaos where you're trying to get everyone ready. Then you're up against all the traffic and then you start your working day. But you've already felt as though you've had a, a hard working day already and you're tired even before you get to work. And 
As a result of that, you're feeling overworked and underslept. And then you're feeling that you've got success in your career. You're happy because you're that high achieving woman or you're happy in your career, whichever route you've taken. But that success does not come without stress. And if that is you, please, please stay tuned because today's episode will really help you. And especially next week's episode, as I'm going to cover quite a lot. And I want you to prioritize your well-being and your self-care, because if you don't fill your own cup up first and look after your own physical, mental and emotional well-being, how can you be there for others? And especially as women who wear so many hats and are spinning so many plates in one day because we are trying to be the best in every aspect of our life. So whether you're a mother, you know, you've got the kids to sort out. You've, you know, you want to be the good wife. You want to make sure that, you know, you're keeping everything going and everything running properly in the home. You want to be successful in your career. So we're trying to be that superwoman and it doesn't come without sacrifice. Because if you want to be good in every department, you're going to have to sacrifice something, whether that's your sleep or your own self-care and well-being. And that comes at a big price. And when you don't take that time out for yourself to address your needs, you are at risk of burning the candle for too long at both ends. Your body, your mind, your emotions become so frazzled that you are not going to be able to think straight. You lose your focus, you lose your mental clarity, which then even leads on to chronic stress, which can lead on to illnesses. And it's not something that we can bounce back from really quickly by just having, say, a weekend of relaxation or a good night's sleep. It's much deeper than that. So let's start with what is burnout? And if I asked you that question, you're probably thinking to yourself, oh, it's just feeling really exhausted, tired. You don't have any time for yourself. You're having maybe um, some sleepless nights. Your body might be aching and you're just feeling irritable and just exhausted in general. But actually, it's not that. It's more than that. So I researched what burnout actually means. And according to the World Health Organization, so who, their international classification of the, and they call it a disease, burnout is defined as, I'll read this out, a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. It is characterized by feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion, increased mental distance from one's job or feelings of negativity or cynicism relating to one's job and reduced professional efficacy. Actually, that's quite a scientific definition of burnout. And burnout can happen at any age, any time, and doesn't necessarily have to mean in relation to your career because you could be having a lot going on in your personal life and no one's been immune from it with everything that, you know, actually our wills have been turned upside down in relation to the pandemic. And burnout occurs after a period of chronic stress, which can result in being emotionally and physically exhausted. You could feel anxious all the time, even maybe depressed. And when you're experiencing that burnout, you can't fully function at work or in your personal life. And it's not something that just occurs really quickly. So it's not like having a week of stressful busyness, it builds up slowly over time, which is why it's so important to catch it early, know what the signs are, and even know whether you're on the verge of burnout. Because if you don't catch it early enough or don't recognise the signs of burnout fast enough, it can have disastrous consequences. 
And I talk to so many women who are feeling overworked and unfulfilled, but they'll just carry on in their lives because they just feel that's what their life is and they can't do anything about it. You know, life seems to pull us in hundreds of different directions. And over time, we just build our resilience towards it and we just continue to carry on with life. And I get it because I've been there and I only realised that I had burnout once I left the corporate world. And at the time, I was living the corporate nightmare in my job as a solicitor in criminal law. There was constant stress and burnout. I was working 15, 16 hour days, even sometimes seven days a week. And I became so miserable and unfulfilled in my career. And for what? To trade freedom for money and happiness for status? I gave my life to my corporate career as a lawyer, working those long days, sometimes even having to pull all-nighters, working weekends because the nature of the work as a criminal lawyer, you would have to sometimes go out to the police station at night or you'd be on duty at the weekends for going to the police stations and everything else just took the back seat. I was stressed, I was exhausted and just felt stuck in a rut. I went from a job that I loved doing to losing my spark for everything in in my life and hated going to work. And because of that, it's built into all my other areas of my life. And then I slowly, slowly started disconnecting from myself and having this nagging voice in my head, just which wouldn't go away saying, is this it? Is this life? I had worked my ass off to create a life and a career that I wanted to be happy and I wanted to be proud of. And on the outside, it looked like I had a picture-perfect life. I was married, I had two sons, I had a successful career as a lawyer, my own home. I went on amazing holidays. I was honestly living that life on the outside that looked picture-perfect. And then I had a moment where I was literally down on my knees crying. One evening at home, I looked around at my perfect life and realised that I was completely and utterly unhappy and absolutely exhausted. I finally admitted it to myself. I knew I had to do something and my body was giving me all these signs. It was absolutely exhausted. I was in so much pain. I would have chronic back and neck pain, but still drag myself to work. I hardly had any days off sick. I think if I even look back at my career, I can probably count on one hand how many days I had off sick. And there was even this one occasion where I had my varicose veins removed because they were so painful and I had this operation pre-booked and so I pre-booked the time off work. I only had the day off because my work was that crazy busy and the bosses just made you feel really bad if you had to take time off for medical appointments and or you were sick. So when I had this operation, I was told that I needed to take a week off and rest my legs, make sure they were elevated and not to do any driving or anything like that. And what do I do? I actually even drove myself to the operation. After the operation, the doctors did say to me, oh, someone's coming to pick you up, right? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got someone picking me up. But actually, I didn't. I drove myself home because I just didn't want to put the burden on anyone else. And then I was back at work the following day. And what I did do then was I rearranged my diary so that I didn't have to go out to court or go and see clients or anything like that. I stayed in the office and I told my boss, I will be coming back to work. I actually minimised what my operation was so that he didn't think that I'm coming to work and I shouldn't be there. And he was fine about it. He was like, 
didn't even actually say to me, oh, well, maybe you need to have some time off and maybe recover. But no, I just minimised it and I was like, no, I'll be fine. I only need to have that day off and I'm just going to stay in the office and I'll just rearrange my diary so that I'm not having to go out or anything. And that's what I did. I dragged myself to work. I put a file of papers underneath my desk so that I could elevate my legs and I continued to work. And that is what I was doing doing to my mind, doing to my body, putting it through so much that eventually that verge of burnout that I had so many signs for and I ignored, my body and mind just couldn't cope anymore. And one day I came back from work and I was just, I don't know, something just came over me and it was almost like I went into this black hole that I just couldn't get out of. And And I was in the bathroom and I just collapsed on the floor because my body was in so much pain that my back couldn't actually hold me up. My knees were hurting, had chronic neck pain and I just collapsed from exhaustion and I just dropped to the floor and I couldn't physically lift myself off the floor. And I just sat there and I cried and I cried and I cried. I looked around at what I thought I was creating, which is my perfect life, my perfect career, but realised that I was completely and utterly unhappy and actually physically couldn't get myself off the floor. I was really lucky that I had my phone in my pocket and the last person I wanted to ring was my ex-husband, but he was the only one that I knew that was local that would come and help me. So I had to call him. And I couldn't even open the front door to him. And our bathroom is next to our front door. And I managed to drag myself out of the bathroom, crawling, open the front door to him. And he had to lift me up like a little baby off the floor. And that was the day that I decided that that was it. Enough is enough. And I had to do something about it. And it's not something that I advise you to do unless you have a plan B in place. It took me about three maybe about four months to implement it, but I did it. I'd had enough. I was over it, over all the overwhelm, just feeling overworked all the time, feeling burnout, feelings of unfulfillment. And I just took the leap of faith. I found the courage. I escaped that rat race and my nine to five, although it was never a nine to five, I would more say it was a 5am to 9pm. And I handed in my resignation and I left a successful corporate career in law, which I had spent, I think, almost 16 years in the making at the time. And I surrendered to the guidance of my soul and the wisdom of my body. And that is the day that my healing journey began back in 2014. And it's taken me a long, long time to heal from the corporate world. So this is why this topic of burnout is so close to my heart, because I've been there. I've been in the trenches. I know what it does to your physical health, your emotional health, your mental health, and actually what it takes to get over it, recover from it and heal your mind and your body. And believe me when I say it was one hell of a roller coaster ride and probably one of the hardest times of my life. And took me years to accept it because to my logical and rational mind, this just seemed ridiculous because it seemed to me you're in a perfect career. Isn't this the career that people dream of? You've worked so hard to get here. You've invested so much money to get to where you are. Why would you want to give up such a lucrative career? 
And when I told my bosses about it, oh my God, they thought I had literally gone mad. And they firstly wouldn't even accept my resignation because they just thought I just had a bit of a meltdown and I was just feeling bad and I just sleep over it and give it a few days and I'll feel better. Maybe I just need to take some time off or go on a holiday. I just needed a break. But I knew that wasn't going to be the cure. I knew what I wanted. I knew what my body needed. And the only way that I actually managed to transition was because I had a plan B in place and I wasn't just going to jump ship and that was it. I was just going to go and do, you know, leave my corporate career and just go out there and find myself. No, none of that. I had a plan B in place. And I then took on a consultancy role with the firm that I was working for. So then I was able to work my own hours and work the cases that I wanted to work. So there was times where I would work really hard one week and then one week I would just have the whole week off and not do anything or just work two days a week or maybe three days a week. But I had the choice. I was able to choose what days and times I wanted to work. And that worked perfectly for me because that was me working my plan B and then leave once I knew what it was that I wanted to do and taken enough time out for my self-care, for my well-being and start my healing journey, which for me has been the most life-changing, eye-opening, amazing personal development and spiritual journey that I've been on. And when I look back at myself, look back at that person, that woman who I used to be, I actually shudder when I think about being in that body and in that mind. And fast forward to today, I found that support, the support that I needed to leave behind that life that I was, that I thought that I was supposed to create and I should create. And the expectation of society, of culture, of your parents, all that pressure that you have, all the expectation from all these people, that should life, I left behind that should life or the supposed to. And I created one that my soul was craving to live. And I've never felt so free in my life. I now live my life with joy, fulfillment, freedom, inner peace. And it's led me now to run my passion and purposeful business today. And that is why I'm so passionate about helping other women redesign their lives so they no longer have to live that traditional, conventional life expected of them and, and help them to rip away all those labels of expectation and discover their authentic self and live a life that is purposeful and aligned for their authentic self. And I speak to so many women who are afraid of going after their dreams and investing in themselves and their visions and they're afraid of what society might think of them or they're maybe even afraid of failing and here's one thing my story it didn't break me in the end it made me so much stronger than I ever thought possible and every day I wake up I get to choose me I get to chase my dreams and create my future is that selfish I don't know but to be honest you only have one life and I don't want to look back at my life and regret all the things I didn't do. But actually, there is one regret that I have. And that is that I wished I had done it much sooner. And you have two choices. You can either stay stagnant and trapped in that never-ending hustle and grind of success. You're surviving instead of thriving and that constant doing energy instead of being. Or, you know, you can awaken to your fullest potential and make that quantum leap and 
if you know that you are meant to be doing something else or have that nagging voice in your head and that feeling that you're just you don't feel aligned to the life that you're living and that there's something else but you quite don't know quite what it is and keep saying to yourself I should live this life or I have to or I must and you have that fear of judgment and the fear of failure and in today's hectic world we are so disconnected from ourselves we don't even realize so if you are feeling unfulfilled stressed stuck lost or misaligned you're overworked and burnt out or feeling burnt out you have that successful but unsatisfying career your energy is low you're struggling to get it all done you're feeling disconnected from yourself and you're actually secretly unfulfilled feeling stuck or lost in your life even though on the surface you have everything to be grateful for and all your life seems to be is just running that hamster wheel of life then you have to do something about it and do something before it's too late or when an illness takes its toll on you and or your mental or your emotional health will take the battering do something about it well-being and self-care is not just a buzzword that's on everyone's lips it's a topic we have to take seriously and incorporate it into our life whether or not you feel selfish you have to focus on yourself and make yourself number 1 there is nothing selfish about that there's a magnificent inner world waiting for you when you reconnect with your soul because i believe that you must go within if you want to thrive in today's world you have to go within in a holistic way to find alignment and bring balance to your mind body and soul because that's where you find true freedom and that's where you find true happiness and recognizing the signs of burnout could potentially save your life and we all know what stress does stress is the biggest killer and it brings on so many diseases and i even read somewhere i can't even remember where i read this but i read an article and it was saying that 90% of doctors visits all had symptoms of people displaying illnesses and diseases all caused by stress Okay so let's move on to what the physical signs of burnout are. So some physical signs are obviously sheer exhaustion. Maybe you've got some regular health complaints and something happening with your health and you might be ignoring it. You may have lack of motivation, irritability and short temper or even chronic fatigue. And this is just the beginning of burnout. One of the most common symptoms is that persistent but manageable feeling of tiredness. could have chronic fatigue maybe even insomnia brain fog or memory loss some sort of physical discomfort and in the beginning when you first start or you're on the verge of burnout one of the most common symptoms is a persistent but manageable feeling of tiredness and you just put it down to being a busy day or having a restless night's sleep and you may just say to yourself i just don't feel i have enough energy today and that just increases and your burnout increases and then you start getting these feelings of physical exhaustion and even find it hard to get out of bed because then it affects our sleeping pattern and don't get a decent night's sleep and that's when our body repairs our body repairs at night when we're sleeping and as burnout worsens it may feel like sleeping is impossible 
And then you start having all the physical discomfort. So, you know, things like increased blood pressure, stomach pain, chest pain, dizziness, loss of appetite, headaches, fainting, and your body just becomes weaker and weaker and your immune system just follows suit. And then you start getting all infections and colds and illnesses. And that is just a list of the physical signs of burnout I've given you. Now I'm going to move on to the emotional and mental. And in relation to your career in particular, it's that that urge to work continuously without stopping for essential breaks, that feeling that you need to constantly win at everything, that maybe you have that envy race and you're feeling everyone else around you seems to have it better or easier and they're accomplishing more and you're feeling left out or you're not at a part of your career where you'd wish you'd been by now. Or maybe you're not getting that promotion and you're having to work harder to prove yourself. And another thing is brain fog and memory loss. And your focus is becoming harder. Maybe you've got bouts of forgetfulness or or maybe you just feel like you just can't concentrate on certain tasks. And then you're just blaming that on the fact that you haven't had a good night's sleep. It's just this vicious cycle that you're constantly in. Anxiety is another one. So you're getting that feeling of tension and nervousness and they're all signs of burnout. And even just mild symptoms of all those, that is just the warning sign. That is just the beginning stages. And that is when you want to catch it. That is when you want to ensure that you don't go into that full-blown burnout. Because to come back from that is a long, arduous journey. And as the burnout peaks, you then start getting signs of depression, feeling sadder. You have feelings of guilt. You have feelings of shame, hopelessness more irritability, detachment, loneliness. And this is not just me doing the research on what burnout is. This is everything that I experienced. I was there. I've been there. I've been in the trenches. I've felt all of this. I couldn't explain it at the time. And I would just put it down to just having to work hard. And I was just tired. And that's what I used to say to myself. Remember, while success is great, your self-care, your mental and your physical health should be your number one priority. Fill up your own cup first before you give to others. Being a high achiever in a workplace is a wonderful status to reach, but continued success should not come at the expense of your health or your overall well-being. So from everything that I've spoken about in today's episode... Can you recognise whether you are on the verge of burnout or have burnout? So in next week's episode, I'm going to be talking about how you can recover from burnout and how to prevent future burnout. Make sure you tune in for next week's episode, which is part two and a follow on from today. I could have carried on today, but then this episode will probably be over an hour long. And it's not something I just wanted to do in one episode because I really feel that you had the first part of it, which I spoke about in today's episode. And then the second part of it, how to recover from burnout and how to prevent future burnout is just a really important topic on its own. So I'm really looking forward to doing next week's episode. And if you feel that someone will benefit from today's episode, please, please share it with them. You don't know who needs to listen to this or who needs to hear about this because they may not have the awareness of what burnout is and just recognising the signs. And I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please leave a review. I love hearing from you. And if you have any questions, as always, you can DM me, you can email me. I would love to answer any questions you have, especially about this topic so close to my heart because, like I said, 
I've been there, I've experienced it, I've been at the worst possible low time in my life and I came back from it and I would love to share with you how I did it and what I implemented and what I do for my self-care, my well-being on a daily basis, which is a priority to me. I always fill my own cup up first. Okay, beautiful souls, I really hope you enjoyed today's episode and please don't forget to tune in next week for part two. See you then. Bye. Bye.